0: Chad and Zay. All right, let's go. Hour number three on a Wednesday. It's Chad and Zay, and Zay is back. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier back off of his honeymoon. That means the third hour starts with a beat that he chooses for you. What do you got, Zay? Eminem, role model. Hmm.
1: Off the classic Slim Shady LP, the first album. It's a nice
0: liquidy sound. Oh, I love this. It's song. Got a great fluid kind of sound to it.
1: Yeah, this is him in in his bag completely, where he's just talking outlandish
0: things and no. Marshall, <laughs> I always felt like they needed to get him out of his shell a little bit more. Yeah. I always wondered what the first person, like, what's the first, like, uptight person in a studio that ever heard him just go off? Like, they had no idea who he was. And they're just there. They're like a sound tech. They're just making sure everything's hooked up right. I can imagine their eyes bugging out of their head when they heard that guy the first time.
1: Oh, yeah. This dude literally says on this song. I got. I, I came to the club drunk with a fake ID. Don't you want a girl to be just like me? I've been with 10 women who had HIV. Like, who says
0: that? I know. I know. It was. Yeah, He's one of
1: the greatest rappers of all time. It's incredible.
0: Unbelievable. All right, an Eminem beat to get us started this hour. We're going to dig back into some Longhorn stuff and Big 12 stuff, for that matter. Let's go to the Vaquero's Cafe Cantina Hotline. Normally, we talk to him on Mondays, but thankfully, we had Monday off. So, he was nice enough to uh, jump in with us on this Wednesday. He is Joe Cook of Inside Texas on 3.com at Joseph Cook 89 on Twitter. Joe, hope you had a good 4th of July, man. How are you?
2: Doing great, guys. Thanks for
0: having me on. Man, thank you for the time. Uh, obviously, Big 12 Media Days coming up, so let me start there. In the last hour or so, we've had the all-preseason football team put out by the media for the Big 12. Jalen Ford gets Defensive Player of the Year preseason. Uh, obviously, a lot of folks think he should have got it postseason last year. Uh, three guys on offense, two on defense, including Ford. Uh, what would you think of the All-Big 12 team today, and was there any Glaring, you know, screw ups for you.
2: Um, I think it was about right with at least with the inclusions from uh, the Longhorns. You know, I could probably hear a case uh, maybe for uh, Ryan Watts or maybe even uh, Jaron Thompson. But there's some good players in this league, and you know, sometimes I like to try to take off the burnt orange glasses and make sure everybody gets their recognition. And you know, Kobe Bryant's really good. T.J. Tampa, Kobe Savage, Kendall Daniels, Josh Newton. I think that's a really good. DB core, Um, I really don't have, like I said, I don't have much of a problem with the the players they included uh, as far as, you know, on the team, Uh, a little surprising to see Oklahoma only have one, but that's what happens when you're six and seven. My issue is maybe with uh, a handful of media members who didn't include, um, you know, there should have been more than one unanimous selection. And congratulations to Xavier Worthy than that. But tell me what, why wouldn't you have Jalen Ford on your ballot at all? And that's not to just you know keep it Texas centric. Let's look at Manhattan, Kansas. Kansas State offensive lineman Cooper Beebe was either a first or a second team All American in a handful of different uh, by a handful of different selectors. Um, he was the Big Twelve offensive lineman of the year. The fact that he's not unanimous means somebody somewhere even if the extent of their research is like going to kstatesports.com and seeing what his bio is, determine that a first or second team All-American in the conference's offensive lineman of the year wasn't deserving of a spot on the preseason All-Big 12 team. And maybe I'm getting worked up for no real good reason because it's a preseason All-Conference team. But, man, not even thinking about Jalen Ford or Cooper Beebe, and for that matter, even Kelvin Banks, uh, just doesn't make sense. I'm glad that they were included, but, man, it, it kind of it irks me a little bit that there's some members of the media who are out there who thought, yeah, that guy's not one of the best offensive linemen in the league and or, yeah, Jalen Ford may not be one of the top three year four linebackers in the league. that uh, you know, maybe maybe it's not worth losing sleep over, but. <laughs> Maybe that says a little bit about the the media that covers this league. And, hey, I know I included him on there. I know I made sure Cooper Beebe was on there and Jalen Ford was on there. So, oh, well, Uh, we'll learn a little bit more about how it affects their play. Uh, Probably never because it probably won't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Joe, that's a good point. I haven't thought about it like that. And it maybe could be those teams that are coming in, you know, UCF, BYU, Houston, and Cincinnati, those media members that haven't, seen those players that you just named as much being their first year in the big 12 but who knows everybody has their own opinion and you know et cetera. Et cetera. let me ask you this about the 2024 class that steve sarkisian is bringing in together from you know jordan washington tied end, parker livingstone alex january jordan johnson rubel who impresses you the most that's recently committed you know these last few days
2: i got to side with Alex January. I think it's good that Texas is tapping into IMG Academy uh, with guys like Jordan Johnson-Rubel, like Jarrett Gibson, uh, things like that. Um, but I, I, you don't really find very many players from the state of Texas who play the position that Alex January does at his size. I mean, he's 6'5", 329, uh, son of a former Longhorn defender and Michael January, um, and he's, he's pretty skilled. Of course, he's got some help a little bit on the outside with someone like Colin Simmons, uh, right off his left or right side, coming off the edge, helping him in the Panther defense. Uh, but this is someone who played baseball at the 6A level, uh, for Duncanville up until I think a year or two ago uh, on their varsity team. And as we know, Duncanville is one of the largest high schools in the, in the state. I don't know what their baseball program is like. Uh, But still, it says something that he's got the skill um, and the, you know, dexterity, I guess, and, and, you know, the fine motor skills to still play baseball at 6A level uh, and, you know, still be a quality defensive lineman. So he's probably someone that, um, you know, when when you look at rankings, yeah, he'll be kind of on that three-star, four-star halfway point uh, or or dividing line. Uh, But he's got, you know, a size that you can't teach, uh, and he's got some traits that you can't teach as well. And I think – when you see that, you look at who the, the market form was, and you have um, Miami, you have Florida State, you have Texas A&M, you have Oklahoma, you have LSU. When the market is, includes those teams, that says just as much, if not more, about uh, who he is and what he is as a prospect compared to what his ranking may be. Um, that was a good pickup for the horns. But even uh, Parker Washington, that's a good one, gives you a good fit for that boundary receiver role. Someone who you know can go up and grab a 50-50 deep ball, um, downfield with a six-four, one-eighty-nine 189 standing. He's got good speed. Um, not going to make any of the old, uh, you know, weight, rope, gym rat or coach on the field comparisons, but he's a guy <laughs> who's got athleticism and, and he can run and he can make plays with the football. And, um, he too gave up baseball, or he's not giving up baseball, but he's focusing on football, uh, down the road instead of making, making an attempt at being a two sport guy because he played pretty well for uh, Lucas Love, in the playoffs this past year. So, all in all, when you get this many guys, including some highly rated guys like, uh, you know, top 300 guys like Jordan Johnson-Rebel, like Alex January, that's, that makes for a pretty good weekend, and uh, that's what happened. And then you add in Jordan Washington, uh, who dropped last night for the Longhorns, to make it four in about a span of seven days.
0: Yeah, Joe, you just mentioned Parker Livingstone a little bit there. I watched some film on him and Jordan Washington today. I just like the versatility of both of them. You know, six four and six five. Jordan Washington to me looks like a guy you could put weight on. Uh, but I was just impressed with how many different ways his offense used him, and the same thing for Livingstone. Those guys were all over the field, split out wide in a slot, flex tight end positions, running you know multiple cut routes. You know, double move. Kind of routes looking comfortable whether they're cutting to the inside of the field or going to the boundary um i was really impressed with just the versatility of those two guys you know long versatile receivers
2: yeah and and again like i was saying with uh uh january you look at who the market was for jordan washington um yeah alabama's pursuit is kind of its own unique thing but uh, Alabama did give him more than just a time of day, and I think that says something. Arizona State recruited him hard. Uh, Texas A&M uh, recruited him hard as well, and he included UTSA in his final group, which I think you got to give credit to Jordan or to Jeff Traylor for uh, being in the conversation on that front. But uh, you look at the teams who were who had pretty steady interest in him, and it includes Texas A&M, included Arizona State, included a few others, and yeah, he's. Uh, I, I think that again. Like I was saying with January, tight ends are a little bit difficult to to write because so many of these guys, you know, they may be two hundred ten pounds or two hundred twenty pounds in high school, and they become these two hundred fifty pound guys, kind of like, you know, maybe like Jatavian Sanders was, and can do so much. And uh, Jatavian Sanders was a little bit more highly rated, showed a little bit more uh, receiving ability and overall ability, but that you know, when when Jordan Washington gets Maybe 20, 25 pounds, maybe 20, 30 pounds on him. He's going to be a different player. And hopefully, hopefully, the case with all these different tight ends, you hope, you want to see that the uh, receiving ability they showcase at their size translates to when they still have 20, 30 pounds more. And oh, yeah, they can pick up the, the blocking ability as well in a uh, offense like these Sarkeesians that demands a lot of blocking from the tight end position. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Joe, even though Alex January is his own guy, like you said, big-time get, his pops being a former Longhorn, so he's grew up in the burnt orange. But him coming out of Duncanville, I can't help but think that has to mean something for Colin Simmons, the edge rusher out of Duncanville that everybody and their mama wants, the blue-chip five-star player, them being on the same team. And, yeah, I've never been that highly talented of her recruit when I was at – you know, coming out of high school, but it was, you know, I always wanted to go to the same school as my friends, as my teammates. And you would like to think both of those guys being on the same D line together, that has to help recruitment with Colin Simmons, trying to get him to the 40 acres over LSU.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, if anything, it's just another guy in his ear um, and the more positive aspects you can have in a recruitment like the like the one of, of Colin Simmons, the better. Um, it's better to have Alex January than to not have him. That's for sure. And you know there are some there were some mutual schools being considered like LSU, like you said, uh, like even Miami, um, Texas A and M, I think to an extent as well. And hey, the, the things Alex January is going to be saying, the things Alex January is going to be doing, uh, are all going to have a little bit of a burnt orange tint to them, and that can only help with. Someone like Colin Simmons, and they've done. You know, there's been a lot to to help. I think with Colin Simmons, including picking up that uh, butts That what Chad should know about him, even though he's in the article. What was it called? The, the best defensive lineman you've never met. With uh, I think it was Jack Roger. I forget his name, but he's from South Oak Cliff, South Dallas, and went to Missouri. I uh, was just hired as a defensive line specialist, edge specialist, runs trench warfare in the DFW area, and that's somewhere that that someone Colin Simmons knows, and is familiar with. So, um, you know, all these different things going in the right direction for Texas with that college Simmons recruitment is always going to be a positive, but Hey, whenever you can get a big player like Alex January, that helps for sure as well.
0: Joe, before we let you go, I'll throw a baseball question at you here because I know you're an Astros guy. I'm a Rangers guy, so we were watching that series closely. Uh, big win in that, that last game for the Astros, I thought, to make it three out of four. So, two-parter here. How big do you think it was for the Astros to have it as a three-game lead instead of a five-game lead for the Rangers coming out of that series? And then do you believe, with these injuries the Angels are dealing with, are they done now? Back seven uh, of the Rangers to day uh do you think we're going to be forgetting about the angels
2: it's hard to say but when you lose trout for a little bit of time and you lose rendon for a little bit of time even with otani doing what he's doing you know who else is on that team what else can they provide and what's that ownership gonna that ownership group gonna think and i don't i don't have much faith in the the angels ownership group uh, but as far as you know the astros and rangers Hey, here's the thing. I think if you look at the, the Rangers' splits against you know more of the quality teams, the above 500 teams, it's it's not like the Rangers are you know beating everybody. They they've done well to defeat uh, you know the lower quality teams in the MLB, but they're not doing you know they're not consistently getting the job done against teams with a little bit more of a pulse, a little bit closer to 500. And I think we saw some evidence of that over the weekend um, with the Astros and the Rangers. Obviously, I think you can tell based off the way all those series, that entire series went, that both teams desperately need to get to the all-star break. I know the Rangers are limping a little bit. The Astros certainly are. Uh, Christian Javier just isn't has, hasn't been himself. Um, Al Tuve uh, was scratched yesterday with what was oblique discomfort and with the way the Astros described discomfort. Who knows if the Oblique even exists anymore. Um, you know, Michael Brantley still, you know, on the who knows if he'll see the field again. Uh just so many different things for both teams to where they need to get to the all-star break and get there. But yeah, to to be within striking distance for the Astros, even amid all these different things happening, losing uh Luis Garcia, Jose Urkiti going down. For uh, an amount of time, Uh, Yordan, the the best offensive player on the team, being out for a little bit, to still be within striking distance and hope those guys come back, while still also getting some of your depth guys, um, you know, guys further down the bench, guys who may be on the forty man, some meaningful action and seeing them deliver. That's huge for the Astros, especially when it means that over the last you know eighty something games, it's going to be meaningful baseball all the way out and. Haven't been able to say that about the AL West in a few years, so it should be pretty exciting. That's
0: true.
1: Joe, next Wednesday, your last Big 12 media day. It's going to be a weird feeling. Chad and I will both be up there. But what are you looking forward to with all the the new four teams coming in, Texas and OU going out? What are you looking forward to next Wednesday and Thursday?
2: You know, I I really want to see and hear from Xavier Worthy. I know there's going to be a lot of focus about Queen Ewers and, you know, how's your off season? Where's the hair? Uh, are you ready for this season? Um, same with Jalen Ford, same with Jordan Whittington, um, you know, even, even Jaday Barron. Uh, I'm excited to hear from him as well, but to be fair, Xavier Worthy, except, you know, after games has not been a player we've been able to talk to that much. And last year obviously was very up and down, very polarizing. Uh, for Worthy within the fan base. Again, he was statistically very prolific, led the team in catches, uh, scored nine touchdowns, led the team in yards. Uh, but there were some moments that the stat sheet doesn't reflect where that were pretty low. Um, and, of course, we find out in March or April, whenever it was, that he was playing through most of last season, the back half of last season, with a broken hand. Yeah, there were some drops and some problems that were – Likely the result of that broken hand. But at the same time, we all saw enough during the latter half of last year where there were some things that just a broken hand didn't affect. Turning, finding the ball. Um, sometimes, you know, very rarely some effort plays. Uh, I, I just want to kind of get a grasp for, for where were these at. Um, for me, he's always struck me as someone who uh, was loyal to Steve Sarkeesian, believed that that offense would work for him. But believe that that offense would get him in the NFL in three years. And of course there's, there's plenty of players in college football who are like that and there's, you know, that's always kind of been a fact of the matter in the sport for a while. If that's his goal and that's his primary goal to to get to the league after this year, I kind of want to know what he's learned from last season that's going to help him get there, uh, and achieve that dream and hopefully help the Longhorns for, for his, uh, and, you know, hopefully help the Longhorns along the way while you're doing
0: it. Going to be a lot of interesting discussions around Texas next week. That is Joe Cook, Inside Texas on 3.com. Uh, and again, Big 12 Media Days next Wednesday and Thursday. Joe is at Joseph Cook 89 on Twitter. Joe, we appreciate you rearranging a little bit of the schedule this week and uh, we'll hit you on the normal Monday slot and get a little more preview of Big 12 Media Days if that's cool with you.
2: Absolutely, sounds good, guys.
0: Thanks, man. Thanks, Joe. Have a great week. That is Joe Cook, and I think he's not going to be the only guy wanting to show up at Jerry World to talk to Xavier Worthy. Thanks to Joe for his time. Up next, let's get into why today matters. It is July 5th. I got a couple folks I got to mention on July 5th. Plus, let's get into this Quinn Ewers story. I can go hang out with Quinn Ewers, and it's a meet and greet, but I have to pay what? We'll tell you on the horn.
1: Right here, dog. Where my dog's at. Be right here, dog.
0: my dog's at. Chad and Zay. Oh, I Always love to hear how they edit. So many different ways you can edit stuff out of a song. In this case, it's just like superhero sounds. Sounds like Batman's punching somebody. Alright, Zay. Should I get this? Yes. You sure? Positive. DMX. There we go. There it is. All right.
1: All right. Okay. Uh DMX, Get Out Me Dog, (laughs) Off It's Dark As Hell is Hot. Dark and Hell is Hot. 98 album where he dropped two albums in one year. Unprecedented. That's tough. Very tough. Yep. And they both went number one. Oh, wow. This video, Chad, was... Even tougher. Yeah, this video was filmed at the legendary New York club, The Tunnel, Mm -hmm. which you hear stories about The Tunnel, ridiculous, like guys were walking in with blades in their mouth, and yeah, you would have to have inside men just to get your weapons in there, but somehow weapons would get in there, even though security would be out the ass. Good grief.
0: And yeah, just... A good time in (laughs) hip-hop. Oh, yeah. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. Uh, All right, so DMX joining Change, the Isley Brothers, Naked Eyes, and Gary U.S. Bonds today. Plus, we had an Eminem beat to start the hour. Speaking of the world of hip-hop, there is a legend with a birthday today. Got a couple of musical legends that had 4th of July birthdays as well. We'll get to that, but we really need to get you Texas fans this updated information on your starting quarterback, because you can go hang with them, apparently. Let's get into Why Today Matters on July 5. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialist. Get Sinus and Snoring Relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialist. 512-601-0303 or SinusSnoringEnt.com. Alright. NIL at work. Zay, Longhorn fans can go hang with uh, their quarterback. Quinn Ewers at an event coming up.
1: Yep, apparently. I mean, wow, Quinn yours. Like, I feel you, dog. Make that paper. On January 22nd, Quinn is hosting- January 22nd?
0: July. There <sighs> we go.
1: I'm still getting back in the That's swing okay. of things. That's all right. July 22nd. There we go. Quinn yours is hosting a meet and greet for fans. Okay. An evening with Quinn yours. Ooh. Kids get in, 38 bucks. Wow. Adults, $283. <laughs> And VIP. Yes. two thousand. and twelve dollars. Oh. oh, Mercy Quinn. Proceeds will benefit the nonprofit merging vets and players. But yeah, Quinn Yours is charging that bag just to say wow. what up
0: Wow, go ahead, N I L. This is really a put your money where your mouth is situation. If you're a Longhorn fan and you think, Man, I would pay. You get you know, you're out drinking with your buddies, you're drinking at some family function. Man, I'd pay blah. If I could just hang out with Quinn Ewers, here you go. I mean Here it is. Yo,
1: for that VIP, like are me and Quinn going hunting together?
0: Yeah. Does he get like, to show me that workout that got him those abs and those arms? Right. Can I can I learn a little bit of that? Yeah. Do
1: I get to run routes with him?
0: <laughs> do, like can, do I get some personal time with him and Beckton yeah, to I, get
1: myself in better shape? Do I get to drive one of his big ass trucks for a little bit? You know, a lot has to come into this yeah. if you're charging $2,312. Like, that's a hefty penny to just just to say one up and get a high five and the autograph.
0: Will he introduce me to his barber and can I get a free haircut? See, there we go. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. What is it going to be? I hadn't really thought of, the only thing I've ever thought about with this new NIL world is straight up autographs. I think of it old school. I think of it as an appearance where somebody's signing autographs and then you get the charge for those autographs, which I'm sure is out there as well. But this is like a whole nother way to do it and you know the thing is they these guys they've been doing this kind of stuff for years. They've been going to events for years, the university'll set something up and they'll go hang out and sometimes there's autographs to sign, sometimes there aren't. There are pictures to get. There are all these people that want to meet you. Oh, there's this booster event. And they want to meet you. So this is just, you know, the modern way of saying, you know what? Let's give the quarterback, and obviously trying to help, a, there's a good cause here. Some of the proceeds are going to that, but I'm guessing some of the proceeds also go to number 3. Oh, yeah, he gonna get some paper out of it. Which is the way it should work because they're, I mean, I'm not saying everybody, but this is an event where it's created around him. If he wasn't there, there's really no event. So, right. of, of course, he should get paid. I have no problem with this. I'm not paying the money if I'm a Longhorn fan. I think that's a little steep for me. But there are plenty of fans who are paying for this. Yeah. I don't
1: think a lot of people would pay for Vince Young or Colt McCoy if they were throwing around these prices. Ooh, like, I don't know. That, <laughs> I don't know about that. I
0: mean, 2000
1: just to get a handshake and say what <laughs> up. Uh, maybe a hug or something
0: i need to know what that vip is I, I i'm with too. you i, I need to too. find out what 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 is my 2300 get me
1: like i need a, at least 15 shirts you know he has the new clothing line with the Ooh, arm and stuff that's fire yeah. i'm not
0: going to lie they I'm look good. Do, it looks it good it looks nice yeah, yeah
1: i'm going to need about 15 of them shirts heck yes all dry fit the best material <laughs> that he has what he would wear and practice and stuff like that, I need I need all of it.
0: Yeah, make it breathe, Quinn. Yeah, you Please. know what I'm saying? It's breathable. It's hot. It's right. hot in Texas.
1: Right. You know, maybe the number, Xavier Wordy's phone number, so I can hit him up every once in a while, hit up just random. Maybe Sark, you know, maybe his phone number. With right. these prices, Quinn, yeah, the VIP, it has to be something special. Because you- the man still... We love Quinn yours. I'm expecting him a big year, but he still hasn't done much.
0: How about this? Will Quinn show up to my neighborhood and bring Xavier Worthy with him, and those two guys will team up with like my kids and other neighborhood kids to to whip the team from two blocks away? See, that's fair. Can we do that? That's fair. Like that that, <laughs> that feels VIP to me. <laughs> Can I have that, please? Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: Yeah, he better be teaching me how to throw, too. Yes. Like, how do I have that beautiful quick release that he has? Like, how do I make that happen for me? You know? Mm Mm-hmm. That just... Woo.
0: that's a hefty penny. Good for you, Quinn Ewers. Good for you. The Quinn Ewers meet and greet Longhorn fans if you want to look into that. Uh, also, today on this July 5th, I do need to say happy anniversary to my parents. This is their anniversary. Oh, beautiful. My dad always makes the last Independence Day joke because they got married on July 5th, but they've been married 55 years today. Wow. Double nickel. And they actually still like one another. <laughs> it's crazy. There's, there's a lot of couples still mumbling and grumbling out there, but my oh, yeah. parents actually still get along. Like, they can just hang out together and do stuff together. And When you find the one, you find the one. Yeah, man, good for them. 55 years. So we got to call them today and see what they're doing on their anniversary. If y'all been married, anybody, heck, if you've been married five minutes, five days, five weeks, I'm impressed. But 55 years is silly.
1: Yeah, there's nothing like knowing for sure. Like, I've always known my wife was the right person, like, two months in. But there's nothing like being reassured. Just at random moments of, yeah, I made the
0: right decision. Uh-huh. Like
1: my honeymoons whole past week. wow, those moments were, yeah, I made the right decision.
0: That's good. Yeah, you. Were, so you were checking the box yes oh, yeah. every time, oh, right? Yeah. Yep, yep, was, yep, yep, yep.
1: Like, yep. I didn't mess this up. I messed up a lot of things in my. 32 years of living, I did
0: not mess this one up. That's a good one to get right. That's a good one to get right. I'm glad you feel like you got that one right.
1: Yeah, salute to your parents, 55 years. That's beautiful.
0: Yeah, that's awesome stuff. Happy anniversary to them. Also, happy birthday today musically to Huey Lewis, 73 today. Hope he's doing all right. I know he's unable to tour anymore with some hearing stuff, but hope Huey is doing well. Plus, Zay, one of the big dogs in the rap world, RZA, 54 today. Legend. Would we call him the leader of the Wu-Tang Clan? Yes. Okay. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh RZA is 54 years old, a well-rounded, not just a musician. He is just about everything he's ever wanted to be. He's branched out into a lot of different things. RZA, 54 today. It is also uh, Shohei Otani's birthday today. Mm. Just 29 today, but that injury is interesting. That, that Blister. blister kind of weird. We'll see uh see what happens there. Some of the stories. I, every time I see a stat it just stops me. He is averaging a 407 when he's the pitcher. He bats 407 in games where he is also the starting pitcher. Stupid. That <laughs> is so dumb. Like what are you focusing on?
1: You know what I'm saying? Like cuz you have to know every batter that comes up what their strengths and weaknesses are cuz this is the MLB, this is the show, you better know. You're not going to get me
0: fired as a skipper, you not knowing. But then I got to walk up there and hit Major League Pitching.
1: Yes, which is up in like 103, 104 for some guys. Like the pitching's nuts right now. It's crazy. And he's just... Ah, he's one of the most ridiculous athletes that we've ever seen. Like he he needs to be talked about. Like I know Dion and Bo Jackson play different sports, which they're some of the greatest athletes we've ever seen. He needs to be put up with them.
0: Yeah, no, it's it. By the time it's all said and done, I think it's just going to be. I think he's going to be. Yeah, right up there into that into that realm uh, certainly he'll get his love alongside the, the you know the babe Ruth discussion things like that in terms of just the the dual talent in baseball but yeah just incredible stuff hopefully he gets better soon uh, I say it all the time I'm not the kind of Ranger fan that wants to to win anything just because somebody's hurt and I hate how hurt the angels are right now hopefully Otani can at least get back help them out with the the trout time that he's gonna miss because uh, he goes to the IL for a little bit now that was one of the weirdest injuries I've ever seen did you see the trout injury
1: yeah, it didn't even look like his hand.
0: Like, dude, dude, he just fouled a pitch off. Yeah. That ball hit the barrel of the bat, and all of a sudden he's got a broken wrist off of it. I've never seen that. It was just, that's where you go back to what you were talking about. The, is this dude just cursed with injuries? Because that's not supposed to cause an injury. He said he wasn't feeling anything going into the at-bat, fouls that one pitch off, and then all of a sudden, left wrist is messed up, and they go find a fracture. That's terrible. It's brutal. Oh, that is just crazy. Uh, Also, for your born on the 4th of July birthdays, the great Bill Withers was born on the 4th of July, died in 2020. Morgana the Kissing Bandit, for those of you that are old enough, she was born on the 4th of July. Yep, turned 69 yesterday. Um, Zay, for basketball, the Grant twins were 58 yesterday. Horace and Harvey Grant were born on the 4th of July. And back to music, Post Malone is a 4th of July baby. Wow. twenty eight. Post Malone.
1: Post Malone. You
0: know how he celebrated. How? I'm guessing a tat. <laughs> I'm just playing the odds. I mean, doesn't he have enough already? <laughs> like, damn. I don't know if he'll ever have enough. Where does he get them now? Where, what, what's the spot? If I, I don't want to know. Yo. There, there are spots that he shouldn't show
1: <laughs> that he probably gets now. Post, what's the next one, man? Um, people always say once you get that first tattoo, you're hooked.
0: Yeah, like, that- You just have to keep getting them. I would love to talk to to the like people like Post Lil Wayne and others even even a Mike Tyson who like what is it that made you go to the head neck face area yeah that feels like a huge boundary line worst most
1: underrated tattoo of all time which nobody sees it and nobody should Reggie Miller's belly button tattoo what that is one of the worst tattoos Reggie has a
0: How do you know he has that?
1: Um, I've watched a lot of NBA video stuff like from back in the day. And I want to say Reggie Miller went shirts and skin. Shout out to you and Trey. Back when um, Michael Jordan was having his... What's it called? Um, Like a camp? No, no, Space Jam. When Jordan was filming Space Jam and they were in Oh, and they had those famous games. Yeah, they had those famous games and guys would go out there and you would see different clips. Like there was a clip where Reggie Miller was playing and stuff like that. They took a picture. Look it up. (laughs) Reggie Miller belly button tattoo. Absolutely like a sun around his belly button. I was like, dang, Reggie. (laughs) Like, Wow.
0: I'm just. I'm I'm gonna need a while to process the fact that you know that information. That is. That may be too much to know.
1: Well, we're supposed to know sports.
0: You are. That's how. What you want me to do? That is multiple level. I'm. I'm I don't know. When
1: things like that, when you see, just ridiculous things like that. Uh, you want to forget, but yeah. I, I can't help myself. I, I have to remember that.
0: Yeah, part of me wants to tell you to just go to a college football schedule at that point, but then the other part <laughs> says, no, that's freaky enough. You should pay attention. You should know that. I know dumb things, too, and it's just another thing that will will help us out maybe one day. Alright, uh, there you go. Why Today Matters on this July 5th. Up next, stems and seeds. Before we get out of here, ball don't lie coming up, plus our Wednesday night lineup, which is altered a little bit from last week. We'll Give you the lineup the way it'll be from now all the way through football season. Coming up next on the horn. Chad and Zay. I thought I'd finally made it. Somebody sampled me in a song. Dad (laughs) gummit. Thought it was that close. Thought it was happening. All right, finishing up on a Wednesday with some LL Cool J? Yep. Is that who I'm hearing? Bad. This is bad. Did he just swear and they had to edit him? I didn't think LL Cool J sweared. I thought I heard an edit there. No? I feel like this might have been the first one. Yeah? Like where he just
1: went in on everybody. This well, is my favorite LL Cool J song.
0: Where all the fan, I'm sure all the fans were aghast at that one. I like it, though. Everybody
1: thought he was soft, just like a ladies' man. When he came out with bad, they were like, okay,
0: yeah, he's different. Let him have it. Mama
1: say knock you out a few years later.
0: Yeah, LL. He has range. There you go. Nice job, LL. LL Cool J rounding it out. We've also had DMX, Change, the Isley Brothers, Naked Eyes, and Gary U.S. Bonds today. Eminem Beat got us started this hour. Zay is back from his honeymoon. And uh, we've been talking a lot of different things today, including... Zay's encounter with LSU fans, an SEC preview for him for a couple years from now. If he ever heads to Baton Rouge, those LSU fans were confident and smashed in Cancun. Gosh, man. Ready to roll. (laughs)
1: I got claim <laughs> yours. It's overrated trash. I got Archman. I am like, yo, y'all need to relax. Wow. We ain't even an SEC yet, and y'all already talking mess.
0: So they didn't want to just discuss stuff. They were smashing on Texas yes. people. Yes. making they were going all negative.
1: You should have seen the look I uh, I got when I told him I'm from the ATX. Oh man. Okay. Like he gave me this look like just. Wow, I can't like I can't believe you. Like how how are you how, how'd you bring yourself to even be a Longhorn fan? <laughs> like just giving me this looks and stuff, ordering like 5 drinks at once. We were waiting for them for at least 3 minutes or so because they ordered like 7 drinks. Like y'all could come back. Y'all know that, right? Oh, y'all don't man. have to order like 8 drinks in one sitting. And that's like the crazy
0: can- part. They know both of those things are true. They'll order that many, and they'll be back. And they'll be back. Yeah. No, yeah. it's it's crazy.
1: And I'm like, maybe the lady, let, let me talk to her. Maybe she's a little <laughs> bit more, you know, cordial. I'm like, yo, y'all are bat ish get out of of my face let me enjoy my honeymoon before i get kicked out of here
0: oh there you go a weird baton rouge preview for zay in cancun he did not see that one coming we had multiple people uh, texting us some encounters they've had with different fan bases uh whether it was lsu we had somebody talking about encountering uh aggies where they didn't expect to and a longhorn that encountered 20 sooners out of nowhere that That's he wasn't tough. planning on. Like he was wearing his longhorn shirt and from out of nowhere he heard boomer oh. from behind him and then turns around and it's like a bus full of 20 year like 20 college age kids and they all start like yelling and screaming at him. I heard boomer Sue you, too. Did you? Dude, wearing a oh, OU freaking belt buckle. Oh, yeah. And I looked at him. Pure class.
1: I was like, wow, this is an outfit here. <laughs> and then somebody walked up to him, boomer, and he yells it. So nerd. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, even in Mexico, I can't get away from these
0: people. And were you wearing longhorn stuff or were you, no, were you incognito mm, at that point? Incognito.
1: Okay. All right. I, You know, I've rep <laughs> my horns, but my wife was like, ain't no way you're going to be rocking Texas gear. When we take pictures and stuff, oh so my God. you know, happy wife, happy life. Yep. I made sure go. I was right. That's so
0: funny. All right, that yeah, that fandom it can, it crosses all kinds of lines, including uh, including international boundaries. All right, uh, before we get out of here, let's go stems and seeds on a Wednesday.
1: No stress, no-
0: Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. If you missed it earlier, the All-Big 12 preseason team is out there. Defensive Player of the Year preseason, Jalen Ford. He is joined by Byron Murphy on defense and three Texas players on offense. No shock, Xavier Worthy, Jatavian Sanders, and... Kelvin Banks on the offensive side of the ball Offensive Player of the Year uh, preseason Jalen Daniels of Kansas he's also the quarterback of this team and then Trayshawn Ward Kansas State running back newcomer of the year and Zay told you earlier that's the transfer from Florida State in case you don't know that name a lot of transfers everywhere right now but I was reading up on some transfers coming into the Big 12 this year some big time guys that you we're going to need to remember uh, that are going to be coming in, and uh, it includes Kansas State. So, uh, a lot of Big 12 talk coming. Big 12 Media Days next Wednesday and Thursday. We'll be doing the show from Arlington on Wednesday. Also, remember, coming up, it's Ball Don't Lie. Mike Hart off of his vacation, 7 o'clock Longhorn Blitz podcast. Eight o'clock, it's fight night as we head into another UFC pay-per-view. And at nine o'clock, it's Sports Guys Talking Wrestling coming off of another WWE pay-per-view. And also this week, Zay, don't we get Wimben Yama's first Friday, summer action? It's
1: supposed to be Friday. Okay. I was checking into that Charlotte Spurs Summer League game over there in Sacramento. He didn't play in that game. Sharp. Charlotte got the brakes beat off of him by San Antonio. Brandon Miller, like, aight. But, hey, everybody wants to see Victor win Benyama, and his debut should be
0: Friday. Ooh, coming up pretty quick. Yeah, that's going to be fun. How about uh, Brandon Miller's debut? A little sluggish at first, but he kind of yeah, got going.
1: Yeah, I mean, Summer League is just some of the worst basketball. If you try to give you equivalent of Summer League, go watch D or Double-A baseball.
0: That's Uh, what you're getting. Okay,
1: I got That's what you're getting. It's just everybody's out for themselves, a lot of selfish guys that just want to make an NBA roster, not playing good basketball at all
0: for somebody that loves his
1: basketball as much as me, Chad, it's a tough watch.
0: Gotcha. All right, uh, Zay, glad to have you back. Glad to be back. Tomorrow we'll be back for a Thursday show and uh, coming up, it is Ball, Don't Lie. Obviously, we'll be getting closer to Big 12 Media Days tomorrow, Continue to talk NBA free agency. Tomorrow, it can be official. These deals you've been hearing about in the NBA, they can actually get signed tomorrow. So more discussion on that as we get to tomorrow's show. Stay safe and stay cool out there. And uh, we are glad to be back here on the horn. Cheers!